This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And how you been, Drew? I've been all right. It's, uh, I mean, it is what it is, honestly. I, I don't know how to really, <laughs> I don't know how to update that, honestly. It's like, have you, have you gone anywhere? No. No? <laughs> have you done anything? Oh, lots. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, surprisingly enough, like, I think I've done, you know, uh, uh, like a good amount of things, but it's not really anything new outside of, like, my normal realm of stuff, but, yeah. Yeah, we're just tripling down on podcasts, basically, a lot of yeah. guesting and stuff. Getting my studio set up, too. Yeah. Been here. Yeah, so I can make all of the art things, I can yeah. unpack my massive My Little Pony collection. <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's be fair, it's on My Little Pony Ranch right now. It is! Where I can paint in. I used to have My Little Ponies when I was a kid, and uh, I got made fun of a lot. <laughs> Aww, I am sorry no. because they're like <laughs> one of the best toys. Well, I mean, like the thing. Okay, so I don't know why I had them. I think I just like I loved the the fantasy aspect of it, and yeah. I was just all like, and I was like, they're all so pretty. Like, look at that, they're pretty. And, and they have hair you can do yeah, stuff with. They, the they, they stand on their own. They right. don't fall the fuck over. They smelled yeah. nice. They do smell like nice. Like some of them smelled literally like ice cream cones or something. And yes. they glue they glowed in the dark. So what some like what glowed. the hell was not to like? I don't know what happened to them. I think I gave them to the girl neighbor next door at one point. So I mean, if I would have still had them, oh. I'm sure they would have been worth money, because I kept I kept pretty good care of those things. Well, you, hel- you helped her go to college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are, are you uh, recording on your end? Yes, I am. So that's okay. that's forever on record. <laughs> so. Drew, don't worry. There's only like four of them that are worth any money. <laughs> that's uh, true. And they're all kind of horrifying looking ones. Oh, oh but, isn't it like ones with like defects and whatnot that are like truly no. worth the money? Not even really. My little pony collectors like just like the ponies. It's just ones that weren't very successful so not a lot of people bought them especially in this country so they got either like shipped out or melted down and turned to different ponies like uh, i know one that goes for many thousands of dollars um is mimic and she was a uh, like mint green unicorn and she was one of the uh, gem eye ones so she had red sparkly gems for eyes and she had a parrot on her butt Hmm. and she was horrifying (laughs) Yeah. Wait, horrifying. hold on. Let me see that. Okay, so don't don't hate me. I had this one. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, that's the, then you did have one worth money. The rest of them are worth like four dollars a piece. Oh, Drew, hmm. you would be the king of brony. I would be the king of brony. So fun fun fact: when the My Little Pony card game came out, um, my friend and I we were like, let's get into this game. Like seriously, invest into it. Why? Because it, is it going to be fun? And I'm like, no, because I want to go to card tournaments and curb stomp some brony dreams. Yeah. So we like legitimately invested <laughs> into boys. the game and made decks and then it went nowhere. <laughs> the the, the, the a, game itself just died out. 
That's what my buddy, my buddy Chris does. He goes around and does uh, Pokemon tournaments. And he was like, yeah, I just like to see like 16 year olds cry. <laughs> I mean, like legitimately, the Pokemon card game is actually kind of fun. So, oh, it's super fun. Yeah. It's hard, too. Yeah, some, okay, the, the things that they keep advancing in the card games, I mean, I hope they don't get to the level and nonsense that Yu-Gi-Oh! became, but, yeah, like, some of the uh, these strategies that you have to employ, it's it's crazy. <laughs> Steve, Steve is just screaming, nerds! <laughs> hey, we also unpacked all your sports ball cards. Yeah. 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 Sport, yeah. Sports ball. Interestingly, Steve doesn't have baseball cards. He has basketball cards. Because they collect sports memorabilia. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's okay. I, can, I also don't consider baseball an yeah. enjoyable sport. <laughs> I, I, I was just going to say, so when does baseball start up? <laughs> They're actually in the playoffs. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I actually didn't know hockey was back until I got a thing saying, oh, look at that. The Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. Huh. There are no bad days here at Wishing Well, only happy days. It is a happy day. Now he's out, rehabilitated with a brand new job. Here you go. I'd like to buy a gallon of your uh, hard pack. Next. And say please. Did you see little Roger Smith today? He was at the park. Why? We got a missing kid. His ice cream has a secret ingredient. What the hell is that ice cream dork doing out this late? What's your favorite flavor? Wow. Always oh, so kind to the little children. I brought you something special. Ooh. <laughs> Sounds yummy. There's something weird. Hiya, honey. Not every day is a happy, happy, happy day. Spent the last 20 at some private clinic called Wishing Well for the Mentally Disturbed. We believe in compassion. Shut up! Oh, it's the Wishing Well Hospital. Get some people down here quick. No one leaves the Wishing Well. Doctor's orders! Even with a head start, there's no escape. You can run, but you can't hide from the ice cream man. Let us pray. Starring Olivia Hussey, Jan Michael Vincent, Sandal Bergman, David Naughton, David Warner, and Clint Howard as the ice cream man. This is gonna be fun. Yeah. yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Oh, we are kicking off Patreon November! No! Oh, November. with 1995's The Ice Cream Man. Yeah! Oh, but we are thankfully not alone for this one. <gasps> Should I put on pants? need for that okay because uh, joining us is the patreon the lovely lovely patreon who actually picked this movie drew from the real feels podcast welcome Woo! drew now remember steven izzy there's no bad days just happy happy days <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks, doctor. I'm sorry. Thanks, doctor. Thanks, doctor. Hey, little boy. Come here. Oh, he's fallen. Yeah, I'm taking him to the hospital. (laughs) Excellent. Well, before we get uh, really into this movie, um, are are you having any beverages over on your end? You know what? I, I have a glass of wine with me, so uh, we're, we're, we're just uh, we're enjoying some, uh, some wine refreshments because grades had been submitted and progress reports uh, put in, <laughs> so I don't technically have to worry about any more like, hardcore grading for my students until uh, uh, probably for another three weeks. Yeah! Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> Get into that Drew Shine! Woo! <laughs> well babe i'm a little thirsty too are you i am Mm. Uh, and that's why i'm reaching for a mother earth brewing company cali cream and vanilla cream sickle ale just creaming for this movie Mm. and let me know until i pop my top my top that would be your top that's right and the poor Ooh, this is a beautiful pale yellow color beer. It's got a white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. Oh, it smells like an orange creamsicle. Yep. This is what I imagine the ice cream man smells like. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's a a Mm. nice, uh, excuse Mm -hmm. me, yeah, just a nice cream ale, nice smooth, a little bit of sweetness and stuff to it. Not a lot of hot bitterness, but... Yeah, you can yeah. definitely drink this all day if you uh, if you were so inclined. <laughs> I mean, Mm-mm-mm. check it out, Mother Earth Brewing Company. Woo! Uh, so 1995's Ice Cream Man. Uh, Drew, do you remember your first time watching this movie? Oh my gosh! Honestly, it probably wasn't until about it might have been the year 2000. It might have been five years after it came out, and. Just bonkers, absolute <laughs> bonkersness. It's, oh, I, I it, absolutely agree. <laughs> it, it made it made such an impression, and I mean, obviously, at that point, you're just like, oh my gosh, it's Clint Howard. I remember, you know, watching him in, you know, when he was little wee and still awkwardly looking, uh, Clint Howard from uh, Star Trek, and yeah, then in like six, <laughs> and then like other getting getting drunk with Captain Kirk, um, and then other various, you know, like small roles that he's had. But this, it really, it really left an impression, not only for just how weird it was, but also with the fact that Clint Howard, it, it's like a main role for him. Yeah, he's a leading man now. Exactly. Yeah. So, so why not, why not have it be Ice Cream Man? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, babe, do you recall your first time watching this movie? Oh, it was uh, the other day when we watched it. Oh, really? That I was mine too. <laughs> we had seen a lot of commercials for the uh, riff tracks and stuff for it, and it was like, oh, this looks interesting <laughs> uh, and so then when uh, drew brought it up it was like oh that's weird we literally just added it to our queue <laughs> all right um yeah yeah <laughs> i'm in oh <laughs> uh, but guys okay this comes from director norman Epstein. who's he steve oh well i'm glad you asked uh well he directed and produced this uh then he directed a TV documentary called Homeless Vets in 2015, so 20 years later. That's oh, it. Oh, shit. 
Uh, but he is an editor on a few movies like Deadly Rhapsody and Neo Wolf. There was somebody else, though, that was like, <laughs> I, I, uh, Drew, maybe you know more about this. Uh, Paul Norman was also kind of, that was he was mentioned a lot in the uh, fun facts about this movie. Oh, okay, gosh. So Paul Norman is Norman Abstein. Let's oh. let's just get this right out of there. Okay. It, it's, okay. It's really that, that does make sense now yep. I think about yep. it. Yep. Okay. Cause uh yeah, apparently director Paul Norman. Uh babe, do you know who he is? Who's he, Steve? Uh he's a pretty famous porn director. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh <laughs> fun facts <laughs> about this. Several <laughs> scenes for the movie were shot in his home. <laughs> um, but yeah, he directed a lot of porn and this movie. <laughs> and a TV documentary about Ooh. homeless vets. <laughs> oh, so quite the range. Yeah, quite, quite the range. This was the, this was the first thing that he had done that was a uh, not a porno. However, it was financed by porn. So, <laughs> oh, of course, <laughs> <laughs> two million dollars of dirty money. Oh my god, I, I could totally see the script being like a porn script, and they're like, you know, a few tweaks here and there. We could uh, we could get some of that. Uh, that home dvd market <laughs> but this movie was written by david dobkin who's he steve oh well, i'm glad you asked okay babe okay Steve. this was his first feature film yeah followed by jack of the giant slayer do you remember watching that oh my god yes yeah. didn't we watch it on riff tracks <laughs> oh no no not that not the one from the 60s or whatever oh, no, okay. the, like 2012 one i want to oh, say oh god yes yeah, that yeah. one uh r.i.p.d Yes, the Ryan Reynolds <laughs> Jeff Bridges vehicle. The Judge. Uh, I think that's a Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. And uh, Robert Duvall. Yeah, that's it. Robert Duvall. Oh, that's yep. a weird romance. And babe, his latest movie that he has written. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. <gasps> yes! yes! Yes, this legendary writer. Uh, he also produced a bunch of movies like Mr. Woodcock. You know, Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> and Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, Fred Claus, The Change Up, Vacation. The Man from Uncle, what? And then recently, Into the Badlands and the Green Eggs and Ham series. Already? So yeah, got some range. I, I think he's the only one that came out on top on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he he is the cherry on top. Indeed. Uh, uh, but as mentioned, Clint Howard as uh, the titular Ice Cream Man. Uh, I think his name's Greg Tudor in this movie. Uh, also... <laughs> Uh, starring Sandal Bergman, who we had seen literally the day before in uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> that was a little, a little strange. Yeah. Uh, David Warner, David Naughton, and of course, everybody's favorite, Jan Michael Vincent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All I keep hearing is when I when I would see him on screen is that Rick and Morty scene. Like, we need another Jan Michael Vincent in Sector 9. Jan Michael <laughs> Vincent to Sector 4. <laughs> there's there's too many dan michael vincents <laughs> oh there oh god All right, when we get to the hospital scene i'm gonna talk about jan michael vincent for about 10 minutes so. that's fine <laughs> all right so we start off in a flashback black and white of course back in what appears to be the 50s it's Pleasantville. Pleasantville. That's what yeah, we're just going to say. Yes. <laughs> and the ice cream man's there, and he's handing out all the treats to all the kitties. Aww. And then there's a drive-by. What? <laughs> Steve, is this going to get explained later in the movie? I mean, kind of. 
What, wasn't the guy gunned down the uh, Bert Brickle or whatever the fuck the guy's name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Brit. Wait, but, Bert, Butch, Bert, Butch Brickle. Butch Brickle. Butch Brickle. The yeah. ice cream. The ice cream king, as That's as right. he was. <laughs> apparently, Butch Brickle. Ice apparently, cream king. apparently, he was slinging a very special kind of ice cream. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the there's a kid there, you know, apparently just traumatized, eating his ice cream cone and uh, looking at a dead body in the gutter. Oh, he, like, eats a push pop that's covered in, like, brain matter. He, he picks up the push pop that was in Butch Brickle's hand as he staggered out of the car and fell to the ground with bullets in his hand in his body. And then proceeds to eat the push pop as he talks to his mom, who's freaking out, going, like, my boy, my baby boy. And she's like, but mommy, who's going to bring me ice cream now? And, but, okay, did you all notice, like, the blood dripping from his head? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah and he has a scar. He got shot in the head i'm wondering where he was because when he walks from the direction over to butch there's no way he should have gotten hit by any bullet unless it was a ricochet it has a ricochet off one of his ribs or something <laughs> <laughs> uh, so many squibs um <laughs> but then uh, we get some nice little uh heart music which oh my god okay the music in this movie, basically from this point on, the background music is just this <laughs> ridiculous ice cream truck, high-pitched. Oh, it hurts my ears. Synthesizer yeah. kind of thing. <sighs> it's just, oh. And it is prevalent throughout. <laughs> there, there are scenes where I'm like, wait, did that guy just say he's going to go smoke a bong? <laughs> because it was so loud with that music. Pretty sure Tuna said, why don't you come to my house and smoke one? Yeah. <laughs> so would you would you like to know so the guy who actually did the music for ice cream man was the last time that he did music for any films and i think Shocking. i think i think that should be very apparent yeah. <laughs> uh well then we cut to present day well i guess 95 or whatever and uh we got the ice cream man going through town. Ice cream man! Oh my god, give me some money! And they run out there. And uh, I like how like the uh, Clint Howard's like handing over like the push pop and then like, too slow. Too slow. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say the magic word. Uh, please? Sure, let me get you some ice cream with some roaches and stuff walking around in it. Yeah, and his uh, little mousekey collection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the little white mice are walking all over the ice cream and stuff. And I'm like, man, I may never eat ice cream again. Good job, movie. <laughs> Did you know that every ice cream comes with its own, or ice cream truck comes with its own dramatic lighting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to light an ice cream, ice cream truck, why not make it dramatic? <laughs> with, with its iron bars. <laughs> Covering oh, yeah. the well, window. obviously the last guy got shot. <laughs> and it's the same yeah. truck. It's the same ice cream yeah. truck, too. Oh, oh, and... The I, bullet I didn't... holes are still present. <laughs> and I didn't really realize this until one of the scenes, the light catches it just right, but um, the first one said Ice Cream King. Mm -hmm. Later, he's painted over and it says Ice Cream Prince. Yep. Well, he's, oh. he's not gonna he's not going to like try and dethrone his idol. That was that. Yeah. He was his hero. Well, it's like on the back where it says, uh, you know, watch out for children. He has the four. Right down, so it's just, watch out, children. <laughs> watch out, children. <laughs> we start getting introduced to uh, some of the main kids in this one. Uh, the first one, I, I think his name name's like Small Paul or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I well, have him written down as Macaulay Culkin. 
Oh yeah, Small Paul looks like you know the page master. Yeah. And- <laughs> well, especially since he the first time we see him, he's like reading in a swing in the park <laughs> with like, like uh, creepy Mister Ra- Rapey McRaperton is like creeping up on him. Oh yeah, with the little garbage poker. Like, oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, so so nubile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's home alone. <laughs> oh, oh, this movie is so fucking weird. Well, Thank I know you. why they call me the wet bandit. Oh um, Jesus! <laughs> but luckily, uh, the, the dry bandit. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to be one. Uh, <laughs> and then luckily, uh, that scene's interrupted by his other friend Tuna running up. I ran down. Why does that kid have a pillow under his shirt? Right? Because they couldn't get a fat kid. Yeah, apparently there's no no fat kids in casting. Uh, yeah, no know. no no fat kids were actually anywhere in the world in, in 1995. So, sorry. I just like the idea of the director's like, kid's not fat enough. No, that kid's not fat enough either. Where are all the fat? That kid's not fat enough. You know what? Just put a pillow on that one. We'll call it a day. Why didn't they grab the kid from like, you know, uh, Salute Your Swords? They should have gotten like donkey lips to come yes. and be in this movie. That's around the same time, right? <laughs> Too busy making heavyweights? Uh, I don't know. Oh, maybe. Oh, the kids from heavyweights could have been here. <laughs> what do you mean they're all filming some Ben Stiller bullshit? <laughs> Fine, give me a skinny kid and a pillow. We'll make it work. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so then, uh, yeah, all the other kids, they, they like, it's uh, basically I've written down as the boy, the girl, Tuna, and Colkin. <laughs> Yep. They're on the uh, merry-go-round, just spinning around, you know, contemplating life's mysteries. And then Creepy McCreeperton comes over and starts spinning the merry-go-round for them and talking about, like, oh, God, what was it about? They were talking about the book. The Pied Piper. Right. He was all like, no. And then he he got all the kids or he got all the rats out of town. He's like, but the parents didn't pay the Piper. So he took all their children and led them to the river to drown. And they're like, no, the kids got away. And they they one by one start getting up and they're like, yeah, the kids always get away. And they just leave. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. Stand back Uh, too close. Not my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Stranger. Uh, So then we uh, we see Greg, you know, present day Greg, the ice cream man. Um, And he's having flashbacks of his uh, his days in the sanitarium. And yeah, uh, let's see. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, we're also introduced to the uh, nurse, nurse. Uh, oh fuck, what's nurse her name? Wharton. Nurse Warden. That's right. Yes. Played by and, Olivia uh, Hussey. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of his landlord slash kind of looking over him. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, she says it. She's she's her his employer, landlord, and guardian. Which yep. I'm like, yep, no conflict of interest right there. Nope. Well, but then again, he also doesn't pay her money. He pays her rent in ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, that's right. And uh, her little doggy is like barking at Greg. Oh, my gosh. And uh, so do- Greg's like, here, have a little push up. Oh, and a knife pops out. Yeah. He has a shiv hidden in the push pop. I think that's the coolest thing. <laughs> Why does that name not make more appearances in this movie? It should. Well, I mean, it might be a one and done, but either way, like, you're right. It should be something that's like more apparent. Maybe he like accidentally gives it to a kid and the kid <laughs> is eating it and like rips through his mouth. Oh, yeah, my tooth. <laughs> this is a surprise. <laughs> this tastes like burning. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So he uh, he takes care of the dog, uh, and of course, Nurse Warden comes out and like, "Have you seen Buckles or whatever the dog's name is?" I don't know. Uh, like, no, I haven't seen him. Uh. <laughs> uh, smash cut to him throwing the dog corpse into a wood chipper, or it's a meat grinder oh, or an meat ice grinder, grinder oh, okay. or something. He's gonna turn the dog into ice cream. Nice. Ooh, dog ice cream. Mm. Yeah. Apparently, that's the secret to butter brickle. Yeah, Rocky Rover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. He throws him in the meat grinder, and then we smash cut to a meatloaf at uh, the young boy's dinner. <laughs> that was not a bad transition because his his last line before that, he's all like, "The kids are gonna love you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna transition from like having the ice cream stand on wheels to having like a snack shop at like a ballpark or something he's like i'm selling meatloaf sliders (laughs) (laughs) and and i helped (laughs) (laughs) they plump when you cook them (laughs) this this meatloaf is the nastiest looking meatloaf oh yeah it doesn't look appetizing (laughs) well you've been spoiled by making such great meatloaf all the time i make the best meatloaf you really do Mm. and she's humble uh, <laughs> but uh yeah the the boys dinner there's a call and uh apparently one of the neighbor kids reggie is missing who's reggie uh, i think he was at the park um <laughs> earlier um he's the uh he's black the curly haired kid yeah. who's not one of the what do they call themselves the rocketeers the, the rocketeers the he's the first kid that you see in the movie where he's like he hears the ice cream truck and he steals money out of his mom's purse and then <laughs> he right. runs off <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Wait, do moms keep money in their purses? <laughs> Most moms do. Because this has never been my experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what goes on here. Yeah, so the, the kids meet up and they go to see, uh, I, I guess it's Tuna's dad at his work. Like, uh, it, It's weird because like, there's a big brother who's like dropping them off at the mall to watch a movie or something. But uh-huh. then they go to see tuna's dad played by uh david naughton to get more money for ice cream to get more money for ice cream because they just went and saw sleeping beauty oh gotcha okay so they'd already seen the movie i didn't know they i thought they like went there instead of to the movie just i don't know playing hooky or something i don't know like after the big brother who wants to be a cop like tells him always like hey and you tell mom that like i left you you're gonna be dead you're gonna take the bus like you know little turds hey and tuna lose some weight it's like, oh, man, oh. why are you just like he's he, and he hates tuna. He just absolutely hates him for no reason at all. Yeah, yeah. Kid, kids of the nineties, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the uh, yeah. So Tuna's dad is played by David Naughton, and he's on the phone with somebody. Um, and I mean, I mean, she's like, "When are you coming over?" Like, "Oh yeah, I'll be there later tonight, honey." And like, "Are you talking to mom?" Yeah, yeah, I'm talking to mom. I totally thought I was the mom for a while. I'm just right? not like. Okay. Just they have cool. like that nice enticeful marriage. <laughs> yeah. I found out later it was the mistress because ah. the mom is played by Sandal Bergman. <laughs> but that doesn't come up for another, I don't know, 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> all right. So then uh, the cops are talking to the ice cream man about the, the missing kid. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Maybe you've oh, seen something. What's his name in this movie? Greg. It's Ice Cream Man. Everybody just calls him Ice Cream Man. They, they, I mean, they, they the cops are like, hey, Ice Cream Man. Yeah, yeah. They, they only address his actual name when they serve him with the warrant. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they yeah. refer to him just as, hey, Ice Cream Man, what's up? Oh, well, and the nurse, the nurse does. She's like, Gregory, Gregory. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, but like, like for the majority of this movie, right. he's just referred to he's as a, he, hey, right. ice cream man. He's ice cream man. Yep. Well, well, and so much later, like when they're like trying to find him or talk to him or whatever, they're like, "Have you seen the ice cream man?" Like, wait, which one? <laughs> you know, the, the weird looking one. <laughs> looks like that little baby thing from Star Trek. You know what I'm talking about? The one who looks like Clint Howard. Oh, oh. Yeah, try and stay away from that one. Oh, and then there's a scene where the cops want a want an ice cream, and so he's like, "Oh yeah, sure. This is where you get like the rats and body parts and some of the ice cream and." There's one with eyeballs in it because it's ice cream. Ice ah. cream. Oh, oh, so much. <laughs> and, so much focus. And, yeah, say so when you see the guy like eat the ice cream and it's got like the, it, it's basically a contact in there. You can tell he's like, he was told a couple times, don't you dare bite on that. I got to use that in another movie. <laughs> <laughs> you tongue the fuck out of it, but you don't bite on that. It's, and then, uh, I was going to say like the, go the refrigeration unit must not be doing oh, that okay. well because a lot of that ice cream is melting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It, it, does, oh, it, it doesn't look like it's s- incredibly appealing. I would be so mad if there were a bunch of like fucking fingerprints in my scoop of ice cream, and he is just fingering the fuck out of these ice cream. Oh, cones. he is. Oh, he yeah, is. Yeah. He's he's trying to like drive in that piece of eyeball that he kind of like cut up. But if you notice the the cone that's like handed back to the officer, it looks it looks fabulous. I mean, it's also. I, I believe it was mashed potatoes on that actual ice cream cone. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's but, the old movie trick. Use yep. mashed potatoes. Been doing it since the black and white days. <laughs> well, because I guess I, I took a cinema class once. Uh, apparently the reason I did that is because ice cream, like on the old black and white film, looked black. Mm. So it was like, oh, but mashed potatoes works just fine. Yeah, here, lick some mashed potatoes, kid. Um, nom, nom. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like there better be some gravy on that shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. And then the, like the kids line up for the ice cream man, and uh, what I thought was Tuna's mom, but basically the uh, the hussy. Yep. She, <laughs> she uh, like basically pushes all the kids out of the line, and she says uh, she wants a gallon of ice cream. Do you uh, do you deliver? Oh. I'm right over there. One four nine. Bring it anytime. I'd like a gallon of your hardback. Yeah, what the fuck is a hard pack? I, I guess like hardback is, is it hard pack or hard back? It was hard pack with a P as in Okay, awesome. so okay, so hard pack hard pack ice cream is just I guess it's like the the uh most hard ice cream contains about 10 to I don't know why I'm googling this, but uh <laughs> I think it's like I think it's the actual like non-packaged ice cream that he was selling. So whenever the, someone was asking for hard uh uh, for hard pack ice cream, it's the actual stuff that he's making, which is also why he's trying to like constantly uh, push it. And, and I guess I guess it's like a new flavor every day because I swear in the exact same day that the cops ask for Rocky Road, unless he's just trying to dick with them, he hands the other kids, or he hands at least Tuna a different. No, no, he handed out three cones. Uh, three yeah, cones and they were all yeah, like yeah, just yeah, fucking vanilla, and right? Yeah, yeah. And it, it looked like nothing was wrong with it, unless he's just being nice to him again before he. Well, because they asked for hard, they they asked for hard. Yeah, pack. three three hot packs and a rocket pop or whatever the hell they they call the bottle. Yeah. Okay. So so in my experience, which is mostly just like Baskin Robbins, so a scoop is a scoop. The hard pack, at least the places I've gone, has been like. Um, the prepackaged like pints or oh, half okay. gallons, like, like the box of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like they pack it at the factory versus there's like the hand scoop pints. Uh, okay. Which uh. is like a little bit softer. 
Yeah. But you know, you know, like when you go to, um, the, like when you when you go to like thirty one flavors, they've got the hard the the ones that are pre frozen in the yeah. freezer. You can just grab and go, or they can fill one for you. Okay. Yeah, oh. I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't explain why everybody keeps asking for 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 a hard pack and getting a scoop. So. Yeah. There you go. The the real important thing is we don't know, guys. <laughs> you know what we do know? Do we know? We're going to a flashback. Uh, where Greg's back in the sanitarium and we get uh, the infamous line Drew said at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> There's no bad days. Only happy, happy, happy days. Happy days <laughs> no, <I don't>. are here <laughs> Insert creepy clown laugh. No, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then... All right, so then the the, uh, the girl goes home to her parents, uh, David Warner and her mom. And I swear her mom was, uh, they were like, when when, when the, they walked in, like, I thought the mom was having, like, a, a possession. Yeah, a seizure, or like, you know, they were, like, doing an exorcism or something. Like, honey, could you hand me my Bible real quick? Like, something like that. Which she kind of was? The Archangel Michael's talking through her? Uh, Gabriel. 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 Talking through her. I yeah. mean, the, the father doesn't seem a bit concerned. He's more like... Yeah. Come watch your mother have a fit. Come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Did you take some notes for me? <laughs> anyway. We are about to find out, though, that uh, he's a preacher and this is pretty normal for their house, apparently. Oh, it's, right. And it's so sad because she doesn't want any of the kids coming inside because she's embarrassed by it. I mean, you, you, you feel for her. Oh, yeah. Well, you know who else I feel for? Little Macaulay Culkin or Small Paul or whatever his name is. Cause Not he's, Macaulay Culkin. He's just walking around by himself at night and stumbles upon the ice cream man just dancing away at his home. And uh, <laughs> he notices him and he's like, hey kid, why don't you come over here? Hey, what's your, wait, what's your favorite ice cream? Wait, I, I think I can guess. Uh, butter brickle or something. How did yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I have to ask, Drew, what's your favorite ice cream? Uh, you know, honestly, it's it is uh, cookies and cream. That's that's always nice. a favorite of mine. That's a good one. That's yeah. Good one. How about you, babe? I really do like a good rainbow sherbet. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Can I guess yours, Steve? You sure can. Mint chocolate chip. It's up there. It's usually that or uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Those are cookie dough. When that came around in the nineties, that was a fucking game changer for me. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah. So I also like moose tracks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well if we're going to get into, like, the Ben and Jerry ones, I mean. <laughs> I don't think moose tracks specifically is Ben and Jerry, oh, but yeah. everybody's got, like, a version of moose tracks now. Oh, yeah. No, if we're getting into Ben and Jerry's, then it's definitely the uh, uh, half-baked caramel sutra hybrid. Mm. Or the uh, like a, fish food. Fish food's good. I, I like Americone Dream. When I was a kid, I really liked the Chunky Monkey, and now I just cannot stay on the fake banana. Ugh, banana. No, no, thank you. No banana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, where were we? Oh yeah, that's right. Ice cream man was trying to uh, seduce Macaulay Culkin with ice cream. Yeah, uh, I, they, I, uh, I think he genuinely is like feeling for him because he, he they, oh, they had yeah, that yeah. they had that bonding moment. He's all like, I was sick as a kid, and he's like, I was sick too. Here, yeah. butter yeah. brickle. <laughs> I mean, he only turned on him when he too. saw the uh, when he saw uh, creepy McRaperton's uh, trash picker upper. Uh, yeah. stick fall down and he's like oh shit is that blood and they make eye contact and it's like that <laughs> you yeah. can almost play in your head that quentin tarantino <laughs> <laughs> no no you don't understand I killed a pedophile 
I know, right. You almost think, like, he's doing the world a favor. Like, yeah. it's... Right? <laughs> for the people that, like, he's actually, like, taking out. I mean, I don't really know what the dog did, except for barking at him, but either yeah, way. Yeah, it's just, just an irritating dog. Yeah, we it, don't know. It was the small dog... enough, it was basically a cat. Wasn't it, like, a golden retriever? Yeah, it was it was it was a it was, it was like a, a pretty good sized dog. Yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, I, yeah. I assumed it was one of the like you know, a little Yorkie or something. No, oh, no, 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 it was yeah. like a no, it was like a lab or something. Uh huh. Oh, that was really it was a real dog. No, they just M- they, must have just been thrown into the meat grinder piece by piece. He yeah. looked at it down from the window, so you were looking like down uh, on it. Okay, that might yeah. be. As a uh, ice cream man is snatching up Macaulay Culkin, uh, Tuna's also you know stepping by and sees it and he's like oh no little, little small pole and he's like hiding behind a dumpster and of course ice cream man sees him too because you know he like sees the pillow or something no he sees his shoe he sees his orange shoe sticking out oh, which is weird because like he's clearly hiding behind the dumpster but this leg is just extended out for some reason and the shoe is completely exposed yeah but then uh but then ice cream man's like hey uh why don't you come over here? I got lots of ice cream for you. And of course, Tunic's not having it. He just runs off. Like, well, don't you know you can't run from the ice cream man? I, it's such a weird line yeah. to just have him like scream. He's like, you, what is it? I'm like, you little, uh, you little turds are going to have to learn. You can't run from the ice cream man. Like, yeah. well, especially when we find out stuff later. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I can't. But it's just like, did you guys you have ice cream men in your neighborhood when you were growing up? Yeah, occasionally. Uh, very rarely would an ice cream man come into our neighborhood. I so I grew up in a cul-de-sac, and so mm. like it, it would be kind of out of the way. But I mean, if like the ice cream people knew that it was literally a cul-de-sac like full of families, they would sometimes come in. Um, the the swan truck. Uh, would make its way, and I don't know if that's something that's uh, familiar to you guys. I don't even know. Oh if yeah, we had a swan truck okay. too. Okay, okay, yeah. So swan truck would actually come more often than an actual ice cream man. If if we could hear the ice cream truck from a distance, we'd have to like run out to the entrance of the cul-de-sac if we wanted to go get something. So growing up, I was told that we didn't have an ice cream man; we had a beer man. So when you heard that it was actually just a beer man, kids don't want beer, so don't even bother. So I never, never got excited. Then we mostly lived in like weird rental, rental houses, like in kind of rural areas. And yeah, and one house we lived in had an ice cream man that would go by, but it was his shortcut home. Oh. When he was at the end of the day, so he oh, wouldn't no. turn on his music and he would blow past. <laughs> oh. So I have like little to zero uh, <laughs> ice cream man experience. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, so the moral of the story is lie to your kids. Dude, that worked until I was way too old to believe it. <laughs> that worked until I was like 27. Right? <laughs> no, no, it was like pretty much until I was like 12 or 13. I'm like, there's no such thing as a beer man. <laughs> but guys, you just don't guys, think about I have it. an idea. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> As an adult now, I'm angry my parents lied to me for different reasons. I have an idea. Beer man. Oh, fight beer. <laughs> sobriety. Oh. <laughs> All right, so where are we? Oh, yeah, Tuna's running away from the ice cream man. Uh, and then he runs into that missing kid, Reggie. <laughs> he's like hiding in a bush and like turns around and Reggie's in there like hey are you running from ice cream man too like wait what 
yeah, I've been here for like a day and a half. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> Just been hiding up in this tree. Why won't you go home? He's not going to come into your home. <laughs> Didn't you hear him? You can't run from the ice cream man. Oh, you fell for that shit? You probably think about the beer man too, right? Anyway. Well, well, yeah, that's why I don't buy ice cream from him. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we then cut to like the next morning. Or, or no, I, I think we were introduced to uh, Tuna's mom being Sundal. And that's when I was like, oh, it's the mistress. Okay. Woo, okay, that makes sense. Uh, well, no, no. Doesn't doesn't, doesn't Tuna intro, doesn't Tuna tell his parents? Tuna tries to tell his parents that Small Paul had gotten oh. uh, kidnapped, and they completely yeah. ignore him. Oh yeah, they're him. fighting. Yeah, yeah, having a wonderful marital spat, and of course, <laughs> it's like fine. Uh, I'll call the call the cops or something. Whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> or or yeah, it doesn't really do that. It just kind of cuts to like the next mm-hmm. morning, and they're like going yeah. to school, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the next morning, and uh, he goes to, like, put his shoes on to go to school, and there's scoops of ice cream and worms in them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, like, it's like, just know I'm always here. Yeah. And those are mealworms. You can buy those at any pet shop. Yeah. <laughs> Great protein. Yeah. Uh, so then we go to the grocery store with uh, Tuna and his mom. And then we get one of the weirdest chase scenes I've seen in a while, because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tuna's like checking out the frozen section. Ice cream man kind of pops up around so him. So like, weird, yeah, yeah. And then, like Tuna's like losing his shit, running through with his pillow for protection as he's like running into carts <laughs> and knocking <laughs> knocking adults over and stuff. Right? And the adults are just like nonplussed, just like moving along, keep moving forward. And the ice cream man's chasing after him, and he's hiding. Ignore the, the child in distress, completely oblivious to it. And then this is where the music was so loud, and Clint Howard said something that was either, where's that fat, and then it went silent, or he dropped no, the other F he, word. He, he, no, no, he said, where's the, where, where'd that fatty go, or something. Okay. So so on ours, it, it skipped. The audio skips. So yeah. he goes, oh, okay. where's that? And then there was a blank, <laughs> and then just sort of you caught an F. Yeah, it was like, where's that fat? Yeah, that's kind of all we got. And so we're, he was like, Steve was like, oh, they cut out, fa- they cut out fuck. Like they call him like, where's that fat fuck? And I'm like, or did he call him a fag? Because this is not the. This is ninety five. Like oh, right. I I don't know why that would be brought up, but maybe. <laughs> but yeah, our our right, sort of blinked out okay. right there. Oh okay <laughs> and okay. It made for an interesting uh, conversation. Oh, but uh, luckily, luckily, Tuna is found by the butcher, who also looks incredibly creepy. Yeah. Yeah, basically, uh, the, you know, the, I guess the cop, was the cops or just like security at the grocery store? The It was just security at the, the grocery store. Yeah. So it was like, you're not going to sue us, are you? Yeah, I think it was like the store manager who like waved to her as she came in. And I mean, he didn't really, he didn't seem concerned about the kid at all. He was all like, yeah, again, more concerned that he was going to get sued. <laughs> that somehow <laughs> the kid got into the meat locker. <laughs> <laughs> he could have chopped you up. We got a grinder for that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, oh my god, Tuna narks on the ice cream man. Yep. And he's basically like, yeah, he grabbed a uh, little Macaulay, a small Paul, and, uh, <laughs> and you know, and the cops are, the cops show up. And, he wa- okay. He walked away with the good son. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> and Elijah got away with it. No. <laughs> So they show up at Greg's place, and he's like, oh, how's it going, officer? Can I help you? 
and they're like, yeah, we got a warrant to uh, look around for a missing kid here. We're going to totally search the factory, but we're totally not going to look at your truck, which was the first thing I was like, eh, that would have been my first stop. Right? But yeah, they check out the factory, and basically the factory looks like a bar. And they just go in and smash everything up. They're not even looking. They're just destroying everything. Well, because Jan Jan Michael, yeah, Jan Michael Vincent tells him, like, go inside, look for anything. You know, he he literally says, smash it up. You know, look for secret doors or any or like loose floorboards. And they're just they're destroying. It's the former Ice Cream King's ice cream parlor, which for some reason still is on the property of Nurse Wharton for some odd reason. Nurse Warden purchased (laughs) the Ice Cream King's entire empire, probably at a discount after his untimely death. And put up a mobile home in the parking lot. And then, you know, raised from youth the uh, the successor who's under her control. She took the hit out. That's why she's the Ice Queen. Yeah. (laughs) I think this was the one moment in the movie where, like, I I genuinely felt bad. For, oh yeah, for uh, Greg. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because the cops basically come out and they're like, "Hey, uh, sorry about that. We're just gonna leave now." I just smashed up my place. Like, <laughs> yeah, suck it. Bye. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, that's right. The nurse shows up and is like, "Oh no, Gregory's a good kid. He wouldn't do anything like that." And uh, the the cops say something, and uh, he's uh, Greg responds something like. Oh yeah, you know I do a policeman. I hear they make good fertilizer. <sighs> oh, because he no, pla- says- he plants those little like windmill flowers in the oh, yard. That's right, little- yeah. And Jan Michael Vincent's like, these are amazing. How do you do that? <laughs> and they're just the the big like plastic sunflower that's- pinwheels or whatever. That's all they do. And his response is all like, I use fertilizer. I grind up cops. They're good for fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, you deserve that. <laughs> I mean, we'll let you get that one. We smashed up your place. Okay, bye, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he, like, goes in the factory, and uh, Small Paul was, like, stashed in one of the walls. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. The cops suck at everything. I get it. Yeah, he's in the, he's, he's in the, uh, the f- there's, like, an opening to another room behind one of the ice cream freezers. And I guess it's where, like, the old merchandise place used to be. It's like it's like a storage locker for the uh, the part of the uh, ice cream parlor, apparently, or something. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. So then he gives them some ice cream, and then we cut to church because uh, good old Reverend David Warner's giving his little sermon. Um, <laughs> and okay, the the only reason I really bring up this scene because nothing really happens other than like Reggie and Tuna and the boy and the girl are there, and on the way out, like. I guess Reggie's talking with them or whatever. And there's a line mentioned that, uh, you know, there might be an opening in the Rocketeers soon. And I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> you're still looking for small Paul. You can't right? like, hey, Reggie, we, we might make you our little friend group. You know, as long as one of them dies, like, what? Uh, <laughs> but, I just have another friend. No. Yeah. Clearly, clearly Rocketeer. they're going to get. Yeah. Clearly they're going to get over it <laughs> real yeah. soon. <laughs> but then uh the kids are basically figuring out hey man the cops aren't going to do anything and the parents don't believe us oh cool i got a plan i'm gonna get my big brother's camera we're gonna go over there and take pictures of the ice cream man i don't know eating somebody uh, whatever <laughs> happens so the kids go on a stakeout and they're like okay so they're like standing uh, basically out, outside of a house 
uh, you know, outside the area, kind of by the road, under a street lamp, and the ice cream man, like, drives by, and I'm like, how did he not see them? <laughs> Maybe he just didn't care. I don't know. That's right. And then they hop on their bikes, and they're, like, following the ice cream man to uh, to a graveyard. <laughs> and then uh, and then Greg goes down to one, one of the, the grave sites, starts talking a little bit. And then talking to some of the other gravesides, like, hey, quiet down. I'm trying to listen here. You know, <laughs> Sure is getting noisy around here. And I'm like, yeah, it's that goddamn background music. That guy should be fired forever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically, then gets up and leaves. And the kids are like, whose gravesite is that? Hey, it's that Butch Brickle guy. You know, the king of ice cream from 20 years before we were born. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> but then, uh, then we go to the next stop, which is... 149 the home of the mistress when is it written down tuna's lost oh that's right because <laughs> shit that's right because <laughs> the kids are like following on their bikes and stuff mm. but uh it's basically the boy and the girl that go ahead and tuna's like just falling behind because you know he's carrying that pillow with him <laughs> or i guess he's supposed to be out of shape and then the girl like sneaks into the ice cream truck to like take pictures of the inside right and then, like and she does that while the the boy's going back to fine tuna to see if he's lost or whatever but then he like runs into tuna and then there's like a cop car turning the corner and tuna screams and fires a rocket at the police car he right? shoot, he shoots it at the police car it explodes and immediately uh you know son of the five million dollar man is like oh my god he has a gun yeah. and i'm thinking if you thought that was a gun <laughs> Something is horribly wrong. <laughs> I believe the uh, on roof tracks it was like idiot cops. Cop strikes again. <laughs> oh, sorry. So then the cops take a man and uh, like they're telling the story like, hey, uh, oh yeah, the, the, like Tuna says something like, oh yeah, the girl's all alone. She's probably already kidnapped by the ice cream man. Blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, cool. We'll uh, we'll just check with the dad to see if she's sleeping in her room. And uh, so they go talk to the reverend, and he walks upstairs goes into the bedroom and <gasps> yep she's there yep cool all right pointless scene <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much there, there's yeah, a but, few pointless scenes in this movie. Yeah, yeah there's definitely a couple scenes in this movie where it's like all right they needed like the 84 minutes or whatever stretch it out <laughs> yeah so then uh then the next day uh, the girl goes over to a one-hour photo booth and talks to, okay, th this actor, the only thing I know him from is Adam's family. He's one of the cousins. <laughs> but, oh my god, the, hey, I need this developed. You said he can have it in an hour, right? Like, well, yeah, I can. It'll be $14. Or, if it's eight hours, it's $10. Or, if it's three to five business days, it's six dollars like, i want an hour can you just develop this film yeah that'll fourteen dollars like, great 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 here's some just money just keep staring just... at the board with ah. the prices <laughs> that kid would grow up to be napoleon dynamite there i said uh... <laughs> he goes to check on the uh the adulteress yeah. <laughs> which which has one of my favorite not horror kills but one of my favorite horror like attacks <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the ice cream man uh goes to 149 and he uh he run he basically has uh david Naughton, uh tuna's dad like blocked in 
Yeah. He's like, hey, move your truck. I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> Drew, what happens? Oh, well, he has to get out and, uh, you know, holler at the truck and obviously go into the backside because going around to the driver's side is going to be far too easy. Opens the door. It's dark inside. Well, of course, I'm going to go inside a dark ice cream truck to see what's going on. But Drew. out from the shadows, a <gasps> piping hot orangey glow of a waffle cone press goes immediately and like encases his face into the waffle cone. Yeah. Just yeah. searing it on there, pulling back. You can see the grill marks all over his face, and there's just Glenn Howard, like illuminated by the grill. And you're just like, good man, that's just I mean, it's it's so stupid. You have to acknowledge how fun it is. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a great kill. It's it's actually super clever for this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, aside from the next scene when he walks in to also apparently in in the adulteress's mind, she's going to get herself, you know, another oh. scoop, another scoop. And yeah. and he comes in with a giant waffle cone, but the ice cream is <laughs> it's the cheating husband's head. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's even better than that she's got. She he he walks in and is like, oh hi, and she turns around and she's just in her skimpy lingerie and her little like see through thing, and she's like, oh maybe we can do some sort of trade. I don't know, a banana split for a cream pie, and then she turns around, she sees. Oh my god. How does he possibly expect her to react like that? She's gonna be thankful for this. Yeah. He's got a massive head injury. It's affecting his decisions. No, nah, that's well, that's true. That's true. But I love how she she just sees the head of her lover screams, and he's like, "No, no, shh, quiet. It's okay. <laughs> Why are you sleeping? He's <laughs> you're gonna spoil your dessert." <laughs> oh, that's right. And around this time, the uh, the big brother comes back and sees they've been messing with his camera. It's like, "Where's the film?" Was the film in my camera? <laughs> I was getting it developed. Oh man! Oh, pervert so kids! We, so he runs over to the one-hour photo place, and uh, we basically see the other pictures that were taken on that roll of oh, film. Oh yeah. yeah! And it's uh, it's what the director's known for. That's right. <laughs> Those are some test shots from uh, the next movie. Boom. Uh, Obviously, a good reason why they don't, you know, do that anymore to show the process of like passersby, and I'm like. Look how film developed. How cool is this? No, th yeah. things are private. <laughs> so many dick pics. Uh, can, can you just imagine, like, you're you're just a photo mat owner. You're like, yeah, I want to show people my amazing product. And they'll get to see family photos, pictures of children and pets. Oh, god damn it. It's all just porn. <laughs> all of it. Porn every bit. <laughs> God damn it, let's pray the technology never <laughs> has them develop photos in their pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so then we cut across town to where the ice cream man's uh, teaching small Paul how to make ice cream. And there's a process in here where he's like gold panning something and there's like jewelry that comes out. Was, was he, was that like made from so I think one he, of the people? Or? Yeah, I think he's like, okay. he'll, he'll, I think he grinds up the people to like, almost like making it into... Like a like the uh, like um oh what what is it called it's uh something like gum. a thickener like some something gum. like xanthan gum xanthan gum. gum I think he's making like people xanthan gum in order to oh. allow a thickening process for the ice cream but you're right he does go kind of like gold panning it's <laughs> in, the earrings of the of the mistress 
Right. And oh, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a, I think it was like somebody's like bracelet or watch or something. Maybe I'm, or, I'm sure it's sense. a slew of things that he has to pan yeah. out of there. Like, oh, well, that's a filling. All right. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then we cut to the kids in a park in the middle of the night. And I'm like, okay, what are they doing there? Um, and then Tuna shows up. All right, cool. And, okay. Now we're getting to the good scene. The cops go to the sanitarium because they got a hot tip that uh, the ice cream man came from there, and uh, they run into the guy, the the doctor that runs the place. Now, you know, now thirty years later for, after the flashbacks, mm-hmm. and he just has maniacal laughter. <laughs> <laughs> this is not this is not a happy day. Not a happy day. <laughs> yep. And so they go to uh, they go to check out the patients in this sanitarium, and uh, well, okay. So they're walking through this place, and me and Izzy are both like, "This looks oddly familiar with all the yeah. writings on the walls and like none of the no doors on any of the rooms." A lot, like, lot of bats painted in here. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, "Is this that sanitarium in Pasadena that the Ghost Adventures went to?" Looked it up. It sure the hell is. <laughs> Linda I Yorba, the, I think. I believe the exact question was, "Did Zach Baggins visit here with Ghost Adventures?" And he was like. Yep, guess which one? I I was not correct. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what what do they discover at the end of the hall, Steve? Andrew? Uh, what which hall? Which hall are we referring to? Well, the, they've just entered the the operating room, or they've just met the quote unquote doctor, and oh. they they went down the hall. So yeah, so they come to the operating room. Right. Okay. Sorry. I mean, I'm just trying to think like, because they're going through, they're going up some stairs. There's lots of like graffiti on the walls that they're seeing, but yeah, going into the operating room. It's it's completely like batshit crazy what comes out of it. And they soon realize this is no ordinary sanitarium. Everybody's crazy. The inmates are running the the like the uh, the facility. But isn't that the actual doctor who's on the table with the injection in his temple? I believe is it. I believe it is, isn't it? I believe it is. Yeah, no, no, no. It is the no, They've no, no. The no, no. It's table. not. It's not the actual doctor. No, it's it's the, doctor. the um the actual doctor standing over him. It's the uh, nurse helper, the one that was oh, in the clown, oh, yeah. the one that was in the uh, the clown makeup. However, he looks exactly the same, despite the fact that apparently Gregory's getting been getting treatments for years. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because yeah, 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 the doctor's there and he's like, it's not a happy day. He's prancing. And then he's prancing yeah. around the room while it's almost like a, a slow come zombie out, come horde. Out wherever you are. Come <laughs> out, come out, wherever you are. Yeah. And then all the other patients start swarming in. And slowly walking towards them like zombies, the two cops. And, of course, they're, like, guns drawn, like, ready to start shit. No, no. John Michael, none of the cops seem scared. Like, I mean, Jan Michael Benson is like, like I couldn't care less. (laughs) The one cop at least looks like, you know, he's got, like, the one hand on the gun. And he's, like, walking through him. And he's like, if one of these bunnies jump, I'm going to pop him in the face. Right. But, yeah, Jan Michael Vincent, he's literally just walking through like, what don't is you this bullshit? fucking touch me. I know. Don't any of you extras touch me. It, I mean, it's not, even, it's not even like a walk. It's almost like a saunter. It's all like, oh, my God. Seriously, yeah. get away. Get away. Get away. I, cannot wait, I cannot wait until this day of filming is over. Get away. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like he's at a zombie Comic-Con he didn't want to get, go to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, 100% is that. 40 bucks. Right. 100% <laughs> is that attitude. And the same thing when they're exiting the facility and going down that little pathway to the car. It's like. There's no sense of urgency except for the other cop just having the gun drawn. But either way, like it's <laughs> man. Um, and so all these actors playing the insane asylum uh, patients, 
they have to like they have to be um haunted house workers right like oh, the yeah. way they like yeah, follow them and get up all close and all of that that's what haunted house yeah. workers do right <laughs> Possibly, yeah. possibly. It might also be the porno extras that were in the uh, church scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why Jan Michael Vance is like, don't you fucking touch me. <laughs> why is this wet? <laughs> I haven't gotten herpes yet. I'm not getting it for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, well, that's just it. Like, the, the, the one cop, but yeah, gets down to the, the car and he's like, all right, we gotta get out of here. He's like radioing in, like, everybody in the sanitarium's fucking insane. We need to bring back up in and swat and blah 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 and that's when jam michael vincent's like on the second floor and you just hear clow, 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 clow. <laughs> like he starts firing but yeah then he just comes out the front door and he's just like slowly walking out and he's like ah these fucking people <laughs> it's it's almost as if it's like a discount like what would have happened to the remake of house on haunted hill when that facility became overrun <laughs> yeah right yeah, but then uh, then they just get in the car and drive off. All yeah. right. Yeah, never never to you know worry about it ever again. <laughs> what happened to the sanitarium later? Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> no time for backup. That's right. <laughs> Save it for the sequel. No. Oh, uh, sad. <laughs> <laughs> that Kickstarter should have been funded. Wait, was there really a Kickstarter for? Yes, it? there was. There was. Oh, yeah. It was going to be. It was going to be uh, Ice Cream Man Two Bloody Sunday. <laughs> but it only it only raised like four grand and i'm thinking why you miserable people out there in the world why did you not fund this i don't think enough people knew about it like i did i i was no i agree i agree i think it i think it had tracks? yeah i think it had terrible publicity in order to trying to get it funded but it was uh but it was supposed to be done like you know obviously decades later and we'll find out somehow some way <laughs> He's he's in the in the he's in the sequel. <laughs> Man, nice. Uh, so yeah, so Ice Cream Man. Uh, the kids are like riding their bikes in the middle of the night. I, uh, I guess they're like heading home or something. But then the Ice Cream Man shows up in his truck, and he drives up along the kids, and he leans over and goes, "I'm just trolling for tuna." <laughs> And then he, and then he just snags to it and pulls him up into the ice cream. Wait, wait, truck. impressive stunts. Yeah, yeah, not bad. And then starts like force feeding him. Oh my oh, gosh! Man. He just like he's just like slapping ice cream up on his face, and he's like, "You want some more?" Who's driving the truck while this is happening? Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like he's like he's like in the back force feed them, and then he's like, all right, I'll walk back to the front and start driving this thing. Like maybe it's just a straight road. Obviously, it's obviously, it's the ghost of Bu- of Butch Brickle is uh, is manning <laughs> is manning his old ice cream truck. Don't worry, buddy, I got this. <laughs> it's what cruise control is for, right? Oh, you know what? He probably just stuck a uh, a package of hard of hard pack down onto the gas pedal and uh, just let it run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, meanwhile, the big brother, Joey, he uh, he's like, well, I'm going to go talk to this ice cream man and uh, get this all sorted out. I got a gun. The badge will follow. <laughs> yep, that's so, the way it works. So him and his uh, girlfriend drive over to Ice Cream Man's place. Ice Cream Man like, comes out and like, what are you doing here? Nah. And uh, basically the next thing I've written down is the uh, the girlfriend gets uh, like an icicle jammed into her like jaw. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's that. Uh, so then the, uh, the the kids are like running. 
and uh, uh, running around the grounds, like trying to run away from the ice cream man. He's chasing them, and they find so many cop corpses and just random body parts and stuff Ugh. running through like the basically it's like a junkyard or whatever behind the factory. Uh huh. And then, oh my god! So then, <laughs> this is where the budget of the movie was spent. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> and then they hear, "Hey, kids, over here! I'm a cop." And you see, like, the head of one of the cops, like, pop up over the front of a, an ice cream truck. And he's like, yeah, come over here. I'll help you. And then the other head pops up. Yeah, I'll help you, too. <laughs> Basically, Ice Cream Man has the heads as, like, yep. puppets. And, yeah, which, and they're, the they're impressive. Everything. They're impressive looking puppets, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there were only one set of heads. Every single head that was used in the, in the uh, movie, there was only one of them. So they had Ooh. to treat them like gold. Oh yeah, well that makes sense. But... <laughs> and then he does he does this puppet show thing for like I don't know three or four minutes in the movie, and then he kind of wraps it up with "Shut up, you're not funny." <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he's like continues chasing the kids with the like puppets in his hand, which proves he's doing it for him, not for the kids. Oh, of course, of course. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, this is for you know obviously the variety show that's going to happen at the mental facility later next month. There you go. <laughs> Okay, so then uh, the nurse comes out because she hears all the running around, the ruckus or whatever. Like, children, what are you doing here? Like, oh, the ice cream man's chasing us. Oh, oh no, that's right. She talked to uh, the ice cream man first, and uh, he was like, yeah, I'm just playing hide and seek with these kids. And so then the kids come by and talk to her, and she's like, oh, yes, you can hide in here. It'll be perfectly safe. <laughs> And then, uh, and then the cops draw the guns on the ice cream man. <laughs> like, the other cops come in. They're like, hey, put her down, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, Ice Cream Man also has, like, tuna out of the back of the truck. And he's like, fucking shoot, I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but. But then the cops are, like, trying to, like, circle around the truck and, like, catch him. Like, hey, let me see the kid. Let me see the kid. And then he, like, lets the kid run out. And they're like, well, he's not in here. And then Clint Howard jumps off the top of the truck. Yeah! Clunk. Death from above. He knocks yeah. them both either like it's either unconscious or he kills them instantly with two ice cream scoops, each one respectively yeah. for the back of the heads. And I'm like, yeah. Clint Howard just became a ninja. Yeah, he, I, I'm sure he like uh, scooped out their brainstem or something. <laughs> <laughs> Been practicing I'll, that. I'll accept. I'll accept it. Yeah, there we go. So then, uh, so then Tuna goes running into the factory. Me, help me <laughs> and then uh i guess like like the other kids get grabbed because yeah the the nurse is like they're over here <laughs> and then uh and then small paul he's like oh no my friends are in danger so he grabs the the portrait of butch brickle and brings it out to where uh the ice cream man is <gasps> yeah basically oh, God, what happens yeah he puts, he's like uh, hypno he's like hypnotized he has to follow it <laughs> Yeah, he's like got like the flashlight or whatever on the picture, and uh, Greg is like, "What? What is this?" Uh. And he leads him over to this giant mixer <laughs> that yeah. uh, you know was foreshadowed earlier. And the and apprentice then... becomes the master. <laughs> That's right. In the rule of one. <laughs> so then he leads him over to the mixer, kicks him in, <laughs> gets sucked in yeah. and diced up, and just. Blood and guts everywhere. Blender! Yeah. Well, he did say that he used it to chop nuts, so a nut was chopped. Yeah! <laughs> oh, oh, that's right, and there's also the line, 
Who's the Pied Piper now, Ice Cream Dick? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's a line in this movie, everybody. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so then we cut to the next day, and the kids are off to school, because, yeah, that, that's how stuff happens. <laughs> that's not traumatizing at all. Yeah. The best part is, they have a fifth Rocketeer. Reggie's joined the group. <gasps> Yay! Yay! Well, because there's only four in the group now. Wait. Why? Where's Small Paul? <gasps> Small Paul is in the insane asylum with an old-fashioned hand-crank ice cream maker. <laughs> yeah! So, I mean, if anything, then the sequel would definitely have had Small Paul become the next ice cream man yeah, yeah. roll Culkin. credits <laughs> oh yes holy shit if macaulay culkin actually plays ice cream man <gasps> too i'm in dude he's lanky enough and he's yeah. he can be creepy enough and oh, even yeah. if you if you had like a an older and even uh kind of more sadistic looking version especially with like the character type acting that he can do doug jones yeah. will step in Oh fuck yeah. yeah! Right, because he already he already was an ice cream man in um, Legion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Let's do Sold. it. Sold. <laughs> well, yeah. Roll credits, ladies and gentlemen. The ice cream man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Drew, would you recommend this movie? I I would definitely recommend this movie at least <laughs> at least one watch because when you want some type of good and absolutely horrible b-rate movie <laughs> then ice cream man is your pick but more importantly give clint howard some love for a leading role that i mean he legitimately tried oh yeah oh yeah I, he does a great job being i, I think he does i think he fits it literally to a t and this movie again it's so bad that it's good nice uh, yeah. babe how about you oh absolutely this movie's great I'd say I check mean, it out. Yeah, it's, it, it, uh, it's great trash, but it's yeah. absolutely yeah. great. Oh, yeah. Clint Howard is so much fun, and he's kind of everything you want him. He's everything you want him to be. Not even kind of. He absolutely is everything you want him to be. The kids are actually good. They're not like yeah, they're decent. I, yeah, they're we've not seen the, a lot of they're bad kid not actors. the worst kid actors no. by far. No, I mean even, they're even they're still that. a little they're still a little one note, but they are. I mean, again, they're not terrible. Not yeah. absolutely yeah. terrible. Yeah, and it's streaming on Amazon Prime right now, so uh, check it out. And I guess if you want a more muted version, one that doesn't necessarily have all the kills, it is also on YouTube. Oh, but why would but why would you deny yourself? And if you're you're afraid you may not make it through this movie, apparently it's also available for purchase on Rift Tracks with Rift Tracks on it. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, on that note, uh, we'll take a quick commercial break. (gasps) When we come back, we have more beer. Ooh. Fun facts. (gasps) And what we learned from Ice Cream Man. Hey! I'm the Ice Cream Man. Stop me when I'm passing by. Oh, my, my. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. 
feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to ha. Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No. But I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T. Hemecast. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcast you can also find us hanging out on twitter facebook instagram pinterest and at nerdybitches.com talk to you soon this is eric Vari, and you are listening to everything i learned from movies oh this movie this movie is nuts uh it is so what's your uh what's your next movie you guys are doing uh well since no one has guessed uh, the clues by the end of today. I'll reveal it tomorrow, but you'll you'll hear it anyways. Um, it is uh, Jackie Chan's 1998. Who am I? Yeah, oh my god. Which is just—it's pure nonsense. Oh, I it's, remember. Oh, 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 oh! You you pretend <laughs> I didn't see that in a drive-in along with like the medallion or the tuxedo? Yeah. It, it's it's like he tried to get a sampling you know, at like an American fun. action movie buffet and fit everything into that film. And it's so shocking to me that like what a, what an actual like production company and like a well-to-do a- a director can be when in the same year Rush Hour came out. But I mean, nice. yeah, that was a that was a Patreon pick uh, from um, <laughs> our friend Matthew. He's like, I just want to pick something so obscure and off the wall like. This is this is going to be something that I, I guarantee none of you had never seen, and that's exactly true. None of us had ever <laughs> seen it, so it was a, it was a real Phil's per- first. We told him that uh, you know he uh, he popped the real Phil's cherry, and um, nice. yeah, so that'll be that. And then after uh, his is uh, Femme Fatale, and then Nathan has I don't know <laughs> I can't remember what he, <laughs> I can't remember what he has left. After that, after that, I have uh, Cat and Mouse. 
Um, so Tom and Jerry the movie. <laughs> oh damn! Now that's gonna that's gonna bug the hell out of me that I can't remember I... what Nathan has left. <laughs> I really hope for Femme Fatale, you guys do Jurassic Park. Yeah. Well, Femme Fatale is Jack's is Jack's uh, a choice. Everybody's in love with that T-Rex, and then she gets her revenge. Right. Oh, sorry. Nathan has Spy next. Oh. Yeah, he has he has Spy, and then for the final the final ones uh, to round out the year, uh, Jack has Cop Movie, which it'll be uh, in December. I'll let you draw your own conclusions there. <laughs> um, and Nathan has heroic fantasy, which he still hasn't decided yet. But uh, and then I have literary adaptation, which I think might have been the hardest one for me to ever decide on. <laughs> I that's like so which every Harry Potter movie. is it? Oh no, it's not Harry Potter. But I can no. I can tell you right now, um, you both will Nobody's be happy. doing Harry Potter. You both will be happy. Acting a fool. Ooh, it's Congo, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Michael Crichton. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's the entire michael Crichton anthology that's right uh, 13th see, warrior man i and in, in i mean uh izzy's right like with all the nonsense that jk rowling is doing i don't think it's necessarily smart to probably uh have an episode about it but then again i also wish that people could uh separate you know the 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 shit the bad shit stuff that actors and you know celebrities do from their actual work so nice. I am noticing that this particular thing is really forcing a lot of people I know who had very hard stances on you can't separate the art from the artist. How? They're really having to re reevaluate their stances on that. Like I, I don't see how you can't how you cannot or I mean sorry, how you sorry, I think you can separate. Okay. Otherwise Absolutely. Otherwise I would never watch another another Kevin uh Spacey movie. I would yeah. never listen to Michael Jackson's Black or White ever again, or listen to Man yeah. in the Mirror. Uh, sorry, like, okay, does, I mean, has J.K. Rowling posted some stupid shit? Yeah, like, I, uh, but whatever. Is she entitled to her opinion? Sure. Is she being kind of a bitch about it? Whatever. But that's, but <laughs> she's that's. Got, she's got fuck me money. She can do whatever she wants. Uh, damn, yeah, damn, I, sp- <laughs> damn straight she can. Yeah, and that's what it is. Does she still have, like, three more uh, Grindelwald and uh, Fantastic Beast movies coming out? Fuck yeah, she does. It doesn't matter to her. Yeah. Oh, and I got a whole bunch of people who, uh, friends, like, because I went to art school and they were all, like, exactly that age, who were, like, everything was Harry Potter, and they were like, oh, I gotta get rid of all my Harry Potter stuff now. No, I'm like, you don't. Why? She already won. You already paid. You're, she already got her royalties <laughs> off of it. Yeah. It's the like, same shit when people were, like, buying, um, now I cannot remember the football player who took a knee and everyone lost their shit. Oh, Kaepernick. Uh, Kaepernick. Yeah, Kaepernick. Yeah, People were buying Kaepernick jerseys and burning them. He's all like, and they're like, nah, nah, this is for America. Yeah. I'm like, you literally bought it. Like, yeah, yeah you just paid him. <laughs> That's why he just passed Tom Brady for the highest selling jersey this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's just like, it's like, no, no, no. It's cool. Have it. In fact, continue enjoying harry potter as a person who supports Despite the her. thing yeah right. exactly and, that, like, and that's exactly what daniel radcliffe even said oh, like yeah. He, yeah he made an announcement saying like um if you love harry potter you love harry potter that's all that yeah. is that's all there is to it i and i i need to like track down the quote but i one of the actors in the movies was saying something about hey i know a lot of like bi and trans kids think certain characters might be bi or trans i'm gonna say go ahead and keep believing that it's just gonna piss off all the haters oh right and i mean everything everything started like kind of the hate towards rolling when 
you know, of course, it's years later. And she was all like, oh, no, Dumbledore is clearly gay. And it's like, what? Yeah. No, he's not. And I'm like, what does this change? Right? It changes nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I mean, obviously, Jude Law and Johnny Depp would hook up. Oh, yeah. I, I've. Oh, I saw Fantastic Beast, too. Okay, and that and that and that was definitely the hint. That was definitely the hint at the fact that he is homosexual. Where I mean, staring into the mirror of Erised, and he's seeing young Grindelwald, and he's telling and he's telling you know, um, Fantastic Beast author. Um, I cannot think of the character's name. Uh, uh, Newt's commander, and he's saying like, "You have oh, to do it. Like, you have to do it. Why? Because I can't." True. Very serious yep. question. Yes. Mm -hmm. Newt, Newt Scamander. Uh-huh. Is he on the spectrum? Yes. I would say may maybe. I mean, he, if He's at least in the Asperger's range. Right. Yeah. I, I, would, I would put it definitely more to, like, Asperger's range because he is – he's so focused and he's organized with yeah, what he's yeah. trying to do. Um, I think it's – it's definitely not full-blown – I would I would akin to the fact that it's uh it's more to the idea that he he tries so hard and is so disappointed with disappointing people and and it's uh it's almost like an avoidance of like I don't want confrontation I don't want confrontation I don't want confrontation. Okay, Drew. Other serious question. <laughs> Gregory Tudor is he on the spectrum? Now I need to think about like who Gregory Tudor is. Oh, it's Ice Cream Man. Oh, sorry. Wow. <laughs> Fuck me. Because <laughs> he's so focused. I, and... I was. I was trying to think of, like, who the hell is Gregory Tudor now? I was literally thinking of, like, actual actors' names. Uh, do, oh, I, yeah, do, yeah, I that, no. do I think that he... Gregory Tudor is on the spectrum? Uh, I don't know. Because the first time that we're ever seeing him, he's clearly received, like, a head injury from a ricochet bullet. Yeah. And he's endured... I mean, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say like yeah. decades, but it, I want to go at least a handful of years of random yeah. experimental, uh, you know, uh, reanimator agent being injected into his head. <laughs> yeah, no, he's on the spectrum. Stick. He has brain damage. Okay. It's a physical. Got it. Got it. Right. Okay. Yeah. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve! Those are the greatest ads that I've added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Make it better every week. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I'm a little thirsty. I don't know about the rest of you guys. Hmm. Do you do you happen to have something that will cure the sobriety? I have a terrible case of sobriety well, right I now. I hope so, because from uh, Epic Brewing here in Salt Lake City, Utah, we have the Imperial Pumpkin Porter. Woo! The porter brewed with pumpkin and spices. Booyah. And this is 8.2% alcohol by volume. Yeah! And uh, let me one moment while I pop my top here. <gasps> Nice. <laughs> jingle jingles. Jingle jingles. All right. And <laughs> the poor. Ooh, Ooh, that is a nice dark brown beer. Mm. It has a uh, it has a khaki colored head with uh, lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. Oh, it smells like pumpkin bourbon. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that's it yeah it smells like pumpkin spice bourbon and you mm. know what i'm wondering why that's not a thing drunken pumpkin I love drunken it. pumpkins yeah nice uh 
I just roasted nose. Yeah, definitely a lot of spices mm. and stuff on it. They uh, yeah, it's not just down like the nutmeg. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot of nutmeg, allspice, cinnamon. This is definitely deliciously spiced, and I don't care what anybody says. I like spices. Give me that warm chai. The spice must flow. Yes. <laughs> That's coming. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> you better not push that back, Hollywood. I'm so excited for that. So excited. I actually just got myself a brand new copy of Dune that I uh, planned on rereading before I see the movie. Wait, did they already do a novelization? No, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Steve. (laughs) I I almost took that serious for a moment. I'm like, wait, no, what? (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) Check out our episode in Dune June where we talked about Dune and Steve's lack of knowledge of the book. (laughs) And then they started saying something about him being the Craxus Aramlees or some shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I have a friend of mine who is just reading the book for the first time. And I will say, I've not read the book. I've read the excerpts from it. I have the book. I haven't had a chance to read it. But she's not watched any of the movies. She's excited for the new movie and wanted to read the book before she saw anything. And she was like, huh, I'm a couple chapters in. It just seems to be a bunch of white people. What is this? And it's like, uh, it's an allegory for oil, babe. Oh, this makes so much more sense now. <laughs> a bunch of other people are like, oh yeah, it's just more whitewashing of people. It's like, it's aliens and it's an allegory for oil. And it's aliens. <sighs> Some so keep that in mind. Oh, by the way, okay, Drew. Yeah. Who do you think is going to be Fade? Because I know it's going to be the, st- the stinger at the end of the first movie. Who's going to play Fade Aratha? <laughs> And why is it Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> I don't even know if I would be upset with that. No, no, you wouldn't. Nobody no. would. Oh, see, I, but then again, I, I really like Ryan Reynolds in anything, honestly. Oh, of course. Um, oh, yeah, he's great. I don't know. I might just go with that. We'll just we'll yeah, just go sure. with that, and then I can be either you know very disappointed, and uh, then of course surprised at a newer person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh it's uh it's like i'm trying to think the sting of our time but it's be still like, sting yeah still sting it's yeah still sting. Oh, <laughs> shit if it's still sting i'm in that would be honestly a like really thing oh that'd be so neat oh you know just <laughs> that like, would be just so fucking good the, the, the other theory i had uh-huh jason statham <laughs> jason statham with hair like, like just a little bit, of, like the sting wig on. Because it makes sense, you know, being Dave Bautista's brother or whatever, right? Or, mm. yeah, I'm sorry, the, the no. Beast or whatever. Is it, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Bautista. I'm thinking Fast and Furious, and I'm like, no, 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 is that a Dom who's Bautista's? No, that's, no. <laughs> that's another uh, wrestler. In Dune, the Beast is played by <laughs> yes, Dave yeah. Bautista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'd be interested in some fun facts. Only if they're super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. You're in luck. All right, guys. Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. No critic score. Shocking. Uh, I just don't think they've had enough critics watch this movie. Uh, what do you think the audience score is on Ice Cream Man? Drew, you want to start us off? An audience score of Ice Cream Man, like percentage-wise. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna say that audiences gave Ice Cream Man forty-two percent. Babe. 
Hmm. I'm thinking the only people who've seen this are people who watch the Rift Tracks version, and I'm beginning to find out that only about two thirds of the people who watch the Rift Tracks versions of things get Rift Tracks. The other ones are just like, this is a stupid movie, I don't know why they're talking about it. It's like, because it's fucking Rift Tracks, you moron! Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna say 22. 44% of the audience. True wins! Ooh! <laughs> Uh, apparently shot with a two million dollar budget i don't think it it didn't show any gross i assume it was like straight to dvd or something back in the day might have been straight to video yeah uh but this was clint howard's first main leading role in a horror movie since 1981's evil speak Woo! uh he apparently also screamed and yelled at the top of his lungs while driving in a car every day to the set in order to get his gravelly voice for the role of gregory (laughs) <laughs> all right can do all that uh this movie was also sponsored in part by the converse shoe company many characters wear their ah. converse shoes uh, specifically the classic chuck taylor all-stars mm-hmm. uh so yeah you think about the scenes with the, the ice cream scoop and the worms yeah uh, yeah i was Taylor's. noticing a lot of close-ups uh yeah ice cream man wears black chucks uh-huh. um yeah red chucks are worn by a lot of the kids yeah all the colors of the rainbow uh, and the scenes at the sanitarium were shot in an abandoned sanitarium in Pasadena, California. Moreover, the satanic drawings and graffiti were already on the walls of the said <laughs> sanitarium. Free with purchase. That's right. Like, hey, we don't need a set designer for this one. Hey, look, those two toilets are in the middle of the room already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and again, famous porn director Paul Norman shot several scenes in his own house, which makes sense. I'm guessing it was probably the house that was the uh the the girl's house yeah probably so yeah where they had like the dinner and stuff yeah the soap opera actress yeah 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 <laughs> and of course adult film star tori wells credited as britannica paris is the woman in the supermarket asking gregory about lipstick remember her don't worry about it because according to the director's commentary she was director Paul Norman's wife at the time, and Ooh. they wrote that role specifically for her so that she could be in the film. Alrighty. <laughs> oh, that's <All> sad. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're banging the director, you know, you can get a little role in there. All right, Drew, Izzy. Yes. What did we learn from the ice cream man? <gasps> uh, Drew, as, as our guest, would you like to go first? Sure. So uh, I learned that I should obviously be inspecting my ice cream from an ice cream truck uh, very carefully, as it may contain people. (laughs) Indeed. Ice cream? (laughs) How about you, babe? Oh, I learned the most important lesson from this movie. You can't run away from the ice cream, man. Damn it, that was going to be mine. (laughs) I can see it in your face. (laughs) Well, I also learned... I've already got the gun. The badge will follow. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see. You can you can apparently pay rent uh, in ice cream to your former abusive uh, psycho uh, uh, psycho uh, sanitarium nurse. (laughs) Yeah. Who's also your legal guardian. Yeah, that's it. That seems weird. Like what happened to his mother? (laughs) Did she? (laughs) What happened to her? (laughs) Well, I also learned. You can't just jump on a woman. You gotta charm them first. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Said with dead cops' heads in your hands. (laughs) 
All right. Well, Drew, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, I understand you also have a podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, it is called the The Real Feels Podcast. And uh, every other Wednesday, myself and uh, my two co-hosts, Jack and Nathan, we review a different movie genre every single time with a specifically chosen movie by uh, the respective host. And uh, lots of laughs, lots of, lots of uh, inappropriate jokes, and of course, callbacks <laughs> to previous episodes that uh, we remember fondly. That's right. So catch up on all the episodes so you get Woo! all the jokes. <laughs> you might be confused by random, random sayings. <laughs> A lot of Monty Python stuff. <laughs> Mon Monty Python, like uh, Lawrence of Olivier in uh, High Spirits, because we constantly say, we'll get better. <laughs> we quote Willow quite often. Willow. <laughs> and oh, yeah. We, we found these in the forest. <laughs> and, and they constantly address my cat saying, Frodo, the door. <laughs> oh Frodo. How is Frodo doing? He's good. He's a uh, he's asleep on the couch about five feet away from me. Oh <laughs> Hey Elijah Woods in the house with him. No <laughs> run <laughs> Excellent. That's at Real Feels Pod and of course Real Feels you'll find out all the major podcatchers. That's yeah. there. It's Just, amazing. Yeah. Just Google Real Feels Podcast and you'll you'll find us. It's amazing. Go download it now. And of course, Drew was able to pick this episode because he's one of our beloved Patreons at patreon.com slash EILF movies. That's everything I learned from the movies. movies. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF movies. Yeah. Uh, Babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me just about everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I should have my Snackasaur enamel pins listed, the ones that have arrived. Yeah. I've been crowdfunding for them. Many of you have purchased them. Drew's purchased his. In fact, he should be receiving his in the mail just about any moment now. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Excellent. Well, on that note, uh, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Drew. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Bye. Dedicate one to the lady. Sometimes a bank needs something to keep you cool. I now summertime zip baby needs something to keep you cool. Better look out now though. Dave's got something for you. Tell you what it is. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. Oh my my, I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. She know all my flavors are guaranteed to satisfy. Hold on a second, baby. I gotta put my banana in Dixie cups. All flavors and push-ups too. I'm your ice cream man, baby. Stop me when I'm passing by. She know all my flavors are guaranteed to satisfy. Hold on one more. Well, I'm usually passing by just about 11 o'clock. I never stop, I usually pass by just around 11 o'clock.